0: Bernie Live.
1: And welcome to a Monday afternoon of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. And a very special welcome to our listeners in Washington, D.C. on WAVA 105.1. FM Don Crow is still away from the microphone for a few days, and uh, it is my distinct privilege and honor to host my program in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, to simulcast with our friends in Washington, D.C. as well. I love my audience here in Columbus, just wonderful, wonderful people. But I love you folks in Washington, D.C. as well. Whenever I've had the privilege to sit in for Don, you have been so kind and gracious to welcome me into your, uh, your homes, your cars, or wherever you may be listening. So thank you for your kindness, and uh, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Here is my telephone number. It works in Ohio, works in Washington, D.C., it works in anywhere in the continental United States. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Question, do you believe that the mainstream media in America would willingly and deliberately lie to the American public in order to affect a national election? You think they would do that? I think we now have evidence that they did. And I believe they knew exactly what they were doing. What am I talking about? I'm going to get to that. But first, just a little tease for a little later in the program. My wife, Joy, and I had the privilege of doing something yesterday that I would imagine at least... 99.9% ninety nine point nine percent of you have never had the opportunity to do and we got to do it yesterday and it was a great privilege and an honor and I'll tell you what I mean and uh, what we did yesterday in a little bit and I have some audio to share with you as well that I, I think you're going to want to hear again we'll uh, we'll do that a little later. All right, back in October of 2020, not long before the national presidential election. Blockbuster bombshell news. The son of Joe Biden, who was not president yet at that time, the son of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, evidently had uh, dropped off a laptop computer for work at a shop. And he never picked it up. We don't know whether he forgot about it, didn't have the money to get it up. We don't know, but he left it. and It was there for quite some time. The owner of the shop uh, decided, well, part of the reason that Hunter Biden dropped it off was to back it up on a external hard drive or whatever. And he did that. Well, under the contract... When you drop off a computer or something like that, if you don't pick it up with so many days or months or whatever, it becomes the possession of the proprietor of the shop. Well, that's what happened. So it became the possession, the property of the shop owner. He said, well, I wonder what's on this. Well, he checked it out. And, as he went through thousands of emails from Hunter Biden, he thought, "Oh, my goodness, the FBI needs to see this." And I don't remember all the details somehow Rudy Giuliani got involved, and he probably shouldn't have, but he did anyway the uh, the laptop computer made it to the FBI. Well, somehow the uh the Washington Post. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, No, the New York Post. Pardon me. The New York Post got a hold of a lot of the information. And uh, it was serious stuff about Hunter Biden's involvement with the Chinese government, the government of Ukraine, some involvement with Russia, uh, secret meetings that evidently, Hunter Biden's father, Joe Biden, attended. And Joe Biden had said publicly, no, 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 I don't know anything about it. I didn't attend those meetings. The emails seemed to indicate that Joe Biden indeed did attend some of those meetings. He was well aware of the uh, possible illegal business dealings of his son, Hunter Biden, and so forth. It was a bombshell. It was a bombshell. And uh, it hit the airwaves. It hit the news. Well, it immediately was suppressed by the mainstream media. Immediately suppressed. In fact, so much so that Twitter suspended the Twitter account for the New York Post. New York Post, yes, they are conservative, but they're a major American news source. Twitter suspended them. So that's false information. It's false information. You can't post it. We are suspending your account. A large number of accounts on Twitter were suspended. Almost anybody that talked about Hunter Biden's laptop was told by Twitter, you're spreading disinformation and you're gone, you're out of here, you're suspended, and so forth. And then the famous 50 former senior intelligence officials. Yeah, you you remember that? Well, if you don't remember, I, I will refresh your memory and in the one of the debates between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, Donald Trump brought up Hunter Biden's laptop and said, hey, there's stuff in there that's almost incriminating against you, Joe. Uh, your son was involved. You were involved. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, Joe Biden brought up the 50 former intelligence officers, or officials, not officers, Remember that? And the moderator of the debate just said, oh, well, (laughs) we're not going to go any further than that. I mean, if 50 former intelligence officials say that this is bogus and it's Russian disinformation, uh, move on to the next question. Almost every mainstream media outlet said, it's not true. Russian disinformation, it's phony, there's nothing to it. The New York Post was about the only major outlet that stuck with the story. Well, now we know. It was true. We know that. So, did the mainstream media know? Did they intentionally deceive us? Well, you'll have to make up your own mind. But I have some more information to share with you when we return.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference.
1: This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, my question before you, and if you'd like to give me your answer, your thoughts, please do so. My number is 877 Bob Live, 877262 5483. My question Do you believe the mainstream media? would deliberately lie, deceive the American public in order to have a desired outcome in an election. Here is my contention, and I think, I think we now have proof. The mainstream media had such incredible, not just dislike, but hatred for Donald Trump. Here is an absolute fact, and please check it out on your own. During his entire presidency, the news coverage of Donald Trump in the mainstream media was 90% or higher negative. Check it out. Now, please check it out for yourself. 90% or higher negative coverage. They hated him and they believed. That he was so incompetent that he was, well, you, you remember in his first year as president, in fact, the first six months, uh, the pundits in the mainstream media kept saying, he's going to drive us into war. We're going to have a nuclear war. I can't believe that his finger is on the nuclear button. He's going to drive us into bankruptcy, blah, blah, Remember all of that? None of that happened. But that's what the news media told us. And they hated him. And the prospect of him being reelected was more than they could stand. Now, they really didn't like Joe Biden, but they hated Donald Trump. And so, just prior to the election, this story comes out broken by the New York Post, Hunter Biden's laptop was in a computer shop. He left it there, never picked it up. It was turned over to the FBI, and it was filled with some really bad stuff about Hunter and quite a bit about Joe Biden. Almost immediately, the mainstream media began reporting, it's, it's false. We don't believe it. It's Russian misinformation, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden... A letter came out signed by more than 50 former senior intelligence officers. Now, this story is all over. If you do a little research, all of the mainstream media was reporting this. This letter signed by 50 former senior intelligence officials. The story I chose uh, was printed, published on October 19, 2020. All right, this is from Politico, but I mean, everybody, New York Times, Los Angeles Times, Chicago Tribune, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, they were all saying the same thing. Here is the political story, again, published on October 19th, 2020. Headline, Hunter, B- Hunter Biden's story Is Russian disinformation, dozens of former intel officials say. More than 50 former intelligence officials signed a letter casting doubt on the provenance of a New York Post story on the former vice president's son. Um... More than 50 former senior intelligence officials signed on to the letter outlining their belief that the recent disclosure of emails allegedly belonging belonging to Hunter Biden has all the classic earmarks of a Russian disinformation operation. And again, it goes on, more than 50 senior, former senior officials, even some who worked in Republican administrations, and blah, 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 blah. The letter signed on Monday centers around a batch of documents released by the New York Post last week that purport to tie the Democratic nominee to his son Hunter's business dealings under the banner headline, Biden's secret emails. And the story goes on and presents basically as fact that this is Russian information because more than 50 former senior intelligence officials signed the letter. And they they reported it as fact. No, it's Russian disinformation. Why would 50 senior intelligence officials risk their reputation? Blah, 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 blah. In the debate between Trump and Biden, President Trump brought up the laptop, the emails, the connection, and so forth, and Joe Biden just said, well, more than 50 former Intelligence officials have signed a letter saying that's bogus and it's Russian disinformation. Remember all the cry Russian collusion, Russian collusion. Donald Trump and the Russians are in bed together, you know and it just fit into that narrative. And if you'll remember the moderator of the debate, I don't recall who it was, but the moderator of the debate basically said, Well, then we're not gonna deal with this anymore. I mean if fifty Signed a letter. Now, if you look deep into this Politico article that I'm holding in my hand from, uh, when was it again, October 19, 2020, here's what they say. Quote, while the letter's signatories presented no new evidence, they said their national security experience had made them deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case and cited several elements of the story that suggested the Kremlin's hand at work. In other words, you had to go deep into the story. But even back then, the letter's signatory said, well, we don't have any evidence that this is Russian disinformation. We we don't have any evidence. It's just it looks like it. And that would be typical of Russia, and that would be typical of Trump and blah, blah, blah. So they had no evidence. And yet it was reported as fact at the time. So it was Russian disinformation. Now, why am I bringing this up today? Because of all places, the New York Times, just a few days ago, and probably you've heard this, the New York Times has now admitted. They have admitted. Yeah, the laptop thing was true. The emails were true. Yeah. Did they apologize? No. Now, did they know that it was all phony?